<coughs> mm. Wow. You know, it's funny how dusty your voice gets when you don't do things as often as you used to. Um, yeah. Welcome to a new episode of SFFL, FSFL, FSFL for Flat Sideways, Fully Locked, the first episode of 2018, and you get to spend it with me, your host, Matthew Phillips. Um, a lot of things happened since our last episode. Um, we recently had an addition to the cast of players, uh, Jake from Rags to Races, and uh, Roland and I... Unfortunately, Forge, he's his life has been a little bit hectic, but he 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 does plan to uh, he does still plan to come around when he can. But uh, right now, he's just helping us out behind the scenes, and I am still available. Um, FSFL, we're we're still trying to figure out what we want to actually do with the podcast. But as the uh, the main vehicle force behind the podcast, I'm not letting this die. So without further ado. Let me propel us all into this beautiful world of 2018. I'm just going to keep it short today, uh, mainly just a few news, a little bit of bits of news that I thought was interesting in the past few days or so, and update on some personal projects of my own. Um, I'm not sure if the last episode I mentioned that I bought a Taurus SHO, but that happened because I'm not sure if in the last episode or so I was still driving my Cherokee or my Pacifica, but it was probably the Pacifica. Um... The Pacifica, when the last episode, I'm pretty sure I had the Pacifica and the Taurus SHO, and there was, oh, the Mercury Sable. The Sable I sold, the Pacifica grenaded because it's a Chrysler product, um, and I had my Taurus SHO. In between that time, um, the Taurus SHO is now my daily driver, and I have two project cars on the side because you can never have enough project cars. But I'll get into that later after the news, if you let me pull up my notes over here. Um, I just have three things today. Uh, I'm going to start out with the mid-engine Corvette, because that is, I think that's the one car that all of us on the, uh, on the show are looking forward to the most, because it's actually probably the first car we've all talked about together when we first started the show. So I'm going to start the new year out with the Minden Corvette. Uh, the past three or four weeks, we've been getting a lot of news on it. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we got a bunch of uh, leaked CAD images of the of the drivetrain that's going to be in it. Um, I'm not going to go too much into that because I don't I didn't really look into it, and it would have been more fun if my hosts were here. I'm just going to do like a quick overview. But uh, the other day, uh, Autoblog has some really clear uh, spy images of it. And uh, it looks like a mid-engine vehicle undercover. 
So I'm hoping that it's one of the cars that's going to surprise us at Detroit in a couple of weeks. So fingers crossed because something is coming from General Motors, whether it's a Corvette or something else. It's going to be really cool. And I really hope that uh, it will entice Ford to make the, um, the GT a bit more attainable. But if not, I'm glad that American automakers are starting to uh, push their A-game out into the exotic world. Um, speaking about Detroit, Mercedes is coming around the corner again with the second generation G-Class or G-Wagon or Glendewagen, depending where you're coming from. Um, it's its first actual redesign in a, in a while. I don't count the refreshes it's gotten as redesigns because... Um, despite the interiors and maybe some mechanicals, I don't really think it was as much as the redesign. I, this thing is honestly, I would, I would compare it to maybe the German Crown Victoria when it comes to what this thing is and how long it's been around unchanged, outliving the Land Rover Defender and being available almost worldwide. Um, the new one, uh, very evolutionary, evolutionary. I'm not, I'm not going to try to fix myself on that one because it is midnight on my end and I really wanted to just get out here with you guys tonight um I like it it's a very I think uh, the one thing that has a lot of people divided with the new G-Wagon is the fact that it is it no longer has dual solid axles but it has a modern IFS and a solid rear axle but it still has its lockers and the world is up in arms I'm telling you um, I can see why Mercedes did this. Uh, their customer base, um, they're not really the hardcore off-roading crowd, but I'm pretty sure, like with the last generation G-Wagon, there will probably be some variant of this machine, and it will be just as ridiculous as the last few special edition variants. So, off-roader guys, calm your tits. There will be something for you, I'm pretty sure. Um, it, it honestly... I mean, there's really not much to say about it. It looks like a G-Wagon. It's a bit more rounded off here and there. Um, I, th I believe it is a few inches wider and longer here and there, but it's probably just for safety reasons and to maximize space. The interior, though, that's where the most of the visual changes happen because it matches up with the rest of the lineup. And it's, it's attractive. It looks like, honestly, though, it just looks like uh, another $90,000 military vehicle um, for civilian use but uh, no I just want to bring this up because this is one of my favorite outrageous uh, military is trucks out there for sale right now um, as you guys already know I have no taste in vehicles so this is right up my alley um, the third thing is from I just grabbed it from Jalapo here uh, the new Ranger is which is caught was caught testing in Moab, um, which is not surprising. Uh, they have a picture here and a rear three quarter view, and it looks like a T six. Um, I know Ford said there was going to be some differences between the the global T six and the American T six, but um, we'll see. Um, I'm also curious to see if this is going to be unveiled in Detroit. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if it gets saved for Chicago or New York because suspense and all that jazz but um from the images here it seems to have the rear window 
very similar to the F-150 where it has the sunken in middle piece that sort of slides away. Um, I'm not actually as excited for the Ranger or even the Ranger Raptor that I am for the Bronco because if I can uh, segue over to my project cars, I own a... 1990 piece of shit. <clears throat> a 1990 Ford Bronco project truck. Um, I grabbed it for about 380 bucks off of a buddy of mine that uh, I used to work with, and um, um, so far, we we assume it just needs a freeze plug and a fuel pump, which both are actually the two main ailments of the Bronco. Uh, we got the old freeze plug out it actually wasn't that hard it just apparently just fell out um the issue we're having right now with it is that um where the the freeze the freeze plug is is i'm just going to drop my notebook on the floor so excuse this noise um the freeze plug itself is located at the at the on right behind the driver's side motor mount and we're having clearance issues with actually getting the new one in and of course the dang thing is bolted and welded on so um earlier today we were out there for a few hours just trying to grind away the thing to get the thing off but um gonna have to come up with another measure to get the thing in i'm pretty sure it shouldn't be this hard to get it in and we'll uh, look into it more because cave manning the thing in probably isn't the best way to do it but um if it works it works um, my second project vehicle actually came a bit of a surprise for everyone. Um, it's really more of a family heirloom, if anything. Uh, back in the 70s, my grandfather owned a 1953 Buick Roadmaster. Uh, they're liquidating all of the uh, properties, so there's not going to be much left when, you know, when he passes. And one of the properties was the one that this car is in. Uh on Christmas I asked for the car and he said yes and I dragged it home um there will be more on this project if you really want to learn more about it just go to my Twitter at Ace Convoy or my Instagram at Ace Convoy and you'll see all the information and all the pictures and um there will be more on this um I don't really, really want to go into it now because not much has happened to it so far as of yet but um I'm really excited to tell the story and um I'm really excited to uh, see how long it takes me to at least get it started, if not driving. So, um, that's all I have for tonight. Um, I hope there'll be more for this grand year because I have a lot of things planned for FSFL this year. Um, all of us will be back at some point. We get all our schedules straightened up because you know life. Life hit us all hard in the past two months or so, and it was really hard to get back behind the mic, but um, I'll, I'll try to come back as often as I can, so as always, stay sideways, have a good night.